Hey, Justin. What's up, man? You heard about that uh, Genesis Gems podcast? You mean the blast processing? You know it. So much better than the NES. I can't believe that we're not doing a show about it. What's that uh, blue character they got? So fast. Collects rings. He's amazing fast. Uh, I think his name is Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, I like Sonic. He's pretty cool. Yeah, he's, he's pretty awesome. I think you should listen to this podcast instead of ours. Yeah, stop wasting time. Listen to the Genesis Jams. <laughs> Just kidding, guys. This is Aaron. And Paul. From the Retro Obscura podcast, the eternal pranksters of retro gaming. Right, Paul? Yes. And you are listening to Genesis Jams. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 22 of the Genesis Gems podcast. I am one of your hosts, Nick Stevens, and with me, as always, is Rob Luther. How you doing, Rob? Hey, Nick. What's going on, my man? Not much. It's been a long time. I think it's the uh, last time we published an episode was December 20th, I'm looking. So That's right, with the two host heads. That's right, yeah. We gotta. We finally cut the beef, I think. I think the beef's out. We're, uh, we're friends now. Right, I we... know, but I, I gotta stay in character and be like, oh, whatever, those hosts need to take off. Yeah, I started to, to troll a little bit on their site. Yes, Did you? Yesterday. They, yeah, stirring they, it up. Yeah, um, Michael asked on their Facebook page, uh, what game is currently in your NES? So I uh, put my Streets of Rage 2 cartridge in my NES and took Did a picture really? of it. Yeah. <laughs> and then I then I apologized. said, yeah, that was a stupid joke. It was actually Super Contra. So. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But I had to troll a little bit, you know. Just oh, kinda... yeah, yeah. You, you got you to gotta throw that in there. I'd have been like, uh, Golden Axe. Gold, yeah, yeah. But I... That was kind of neat because it actually slid into the uh, cartridge or uh, the uh, the loading area in the NES. So I was able to take a nice little picture. Oh, nice! <laughs> <laughs> so, how was your Christmas, man? It was great, man. We had a great Christmas. Um, it was good. Good. Had a good time off with the kids, and mm. just really enjoyed my family. So, got plenty of time to play games. That was for sure. Oh, nice. Yeah, me too. You know, like, with work and everything, it's just it's hard to kind of squeeze the games in. But when you have a few days off. Ah oh, man, I, I got to be a little kid for a little while. I played some Power Rangers for the Sega Genesis and some other games. Uh, very, very good couple of weeks for Sega stuff. Sweet. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, like I always do, there's a few games on the Genesis I usually kind of keep in my rotation. But I've been playing, uh, been trying to really dig into uh, Wonder Boy and Monster World. And oh. That's, uh, it's one of those games that I keep starting, but I don't want to get too much into because it's, it's just one of those games I want to dedicate some time. Probably when we cover it in the show, you really, really dig into that. But that's that's been fun to do. Of course, I'm always playing Contra, and, right? Uh, and, and and something you know, we can talk about this a little bit. It doesn't have to be Sega related, but um, I kind of made a uh, New Year's resolution as far as gaming goes. I have there's just there's so many games I have and so many I've been wanting to play. I kind of decided to write down some of the game series that I've missed that I've really wanted to dig into. So, uh, for instance. Um, when I was in college, I had a PlayStation 2, and I had the game Kingdom Hearts, and I loved that game. And I got about halfway through it, and my PlayStation 2 just broke. Oh, I, no. Yeah, and I was and I was broke, so I traded my PlayStation <laughs> to GameStop for like $40 of in-store credit and bought Halo 2, and that was the end of my, my gaming story in college, because that's all <laughs> I did. But um, So I, what I did, I picked up Kingdom Hearts uh, HD 1.5 Remix, been playing that a lot. So I'm going to try to bust through all those games nice, this good year. Good for you, man. That's, one of my resolutions, and the other one is just to buy less and play more of what I got. Uh, that's that's <laughs> one I've had for quite some time, and oh, gosh, it's hard. It's like an addiction. 
Yeah. I'm like, ooh, shiny game. I want that. And then I like, I'll, I'll get it. I'll play the first hour or two of it, and then I kind of put it down, uh, get sidetracked with another game or work or all that stuff, and it's it's a horrible thing because I, I look I look at all the games I have like I've got a bureau full of games you know and I, I've got one shelf uh, in the bureau just dedicated to nothing but Sega Genesis stuff and <laughs> I, I must have like fifty Sega Genesis games and I probably only you know truly played uh, thirty of them there's probably yeah. about twenty games that maybe I popped in once or twice just to kind of see what they're like and that's it and I probably only beaten about ten percent of the games I own. Yeah, and I'm I'm not too much. Um, I, I I like to keep buying my retro games and Genesis, but it's it's the it's the current gen games that I'll buy some huge RPG game, put five or ten hours into it, and quit. Yep. So that that, that that's my problem. I need to quit that. The, the Genesis games and stuff, I'm not so much worried about. I'm gonna keep buying those for the podcast eventually, <laughs> anyway. So. Strictly research. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like the arcade type Genesis games, those are fun just to pop in and walk away from, but. Yeah, I was just buying way too much for like my PlayStation Three and my Wii U. It was just ugh, constantly, <laughs> and they just sit there. So that's definitely one of my big resolutions as far as gaming goes. Yeah, we'll do it together. Yeah, yeah let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if you would like to connect with us, the Genesis Gems Podcast, you can check us out at Facebook.com/slash Genesis Gems Podcast. Shoot us an email at Genesis Gems Podcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Gen Gems, and please go to iTunes and give us a review. And apparently, Rob, um, I'm not real savvy with some of these other podcasting services, but uh, uh-huh. there's something called Stitcher, right? Ah, uh, yeah, I've heard of it. Yes, and I've had a few requests to get us out there on Stitcher. So basically, I did a little research, and I feel real stupid about this. Stitcher <laughs> is kind of like the iTunes store for Android devices. Oh, and I didn't I, know that. And I had no clue. Yeah, so I think that's something I definitely need to get us on because that sounds you – know, a lot of people are starting to go with Android instead of Apple. Um, so that might kind of give us a little bit better of a reach. And I know there's some listeners out there who kind of just stream us on Podomatic. They might like the convenience of – Listen, us, listen to us on a uh, Stitcher, right? Uh, or an Android, Android device, whatever it is. So uh, yeah, but those droids aren't the ones we're looking for. Uh, exactly, yeah. <laughs> right. these aren't the droids you're looking for. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm gonna try to get that up by the next episode. So awesome. So so just chill until the next episode. Yeah, man, just chill. <laughs> <laughs> That's a rap song, wasn't it? <laughs> Probably. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, check us out at all those different. Uh, venues we're everywhere you can't yeah, avoid we're, us we're everywhere so. <laughs> um and and another item we wanted to cover before we jump into the game um we kind of set up a new method of how we're picking games to play uh we kind of have three different menus to do that uh, one's going to be our random wheel pick we're going to call it this is where we kind of pull up our app and just scroll through real quick and then stick our finger down the app and wherever it lands that's what we're going to play and that's that's what the game is this time uh the second thing is that one of the hosts are going to pick so like the next game i believe rob's going to pick we're not going to go that yet can't wait so we, got, so we got that and then the third one this is new and this is what where we're going to get the listeners involved in uh we're probably going to put a post out there that says what game would you like genesis gems to cover and we'll give it a couple of days and we'll everyone that commented on that will kind of put that into a voting system so there may be 10 suggestions we'll throw that out there on a the voting and we'll let that sit out there for a few days and whichever one has the most votes we'll play 
Mm-hmm. So I think that sounds like a good idea, especially for the listeners, because I've had we've had tons and tons of requests. Uh, I've seen like Turg- play Turgid Mineral, play this, play that. So we definitely want to get the listeners more involved in in that set. So we'll we'll just kind of keep that keep that rotation going. Over yeah, over I think I think that's a good idea because besides the ones we pick, you know, a lot of these games. I mean, I I know Nick feels the same way. We've not played any of these games. You know, I, I say I probably played, especially after looking at that app. Maybe ten percent of all the Sega Genesis games that were ever released. Yeah, so it's kind cool. of a really cool adventure for us, especially with the recommendations and stuff. There's a lot of games we just haven't played. Especially when people start asking you about kind of popular games, and they're like, "Have you y'all should play this? Have you played this one before?" And I'm like, "No." And then I feel really bad. Like, why am I? <laughs> why am I on a Genesis podcast? Right. What makes, what makes us so special? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we're not worthy. Yeah, there there was a, a key group of games I played when I was a kid that I played a lot of and a lot of Genesis stuff. So that was kind of my love for it. But it's been fun to reach out and and play these other gems that we haven't touched before. So, Absolutely. Yeah, we kind of went over it a little bit. But as far as you know, have you done anything Sega recently? Have you done anything Genesis recently? You said you played some Power Rangers over the over the uh, Christmas break. Anything else? Up to? Um, actually, yeah. I um long time ago. Uh, I bought some games from Nick DeMarco, a.k.a. Atari Man, you know, the, the big Sega Genesis fan that he is. And, <laughs> and uh, one of the games was Toy Story for the Sega Genesis, because I always heard it was good. And that game is amazingly good, and the graphics are surprisingly good. Um, it's kind of a later Genesis release, but uh, I was really impressed with that. I, I played a little bit of that. I uh, played a little bit of uh, Power Rangers, and um, gosh, I found out, you know, how much better I was as a kid than I at that game than I am now and oh gosh what else did I play uh oh some NBA Jam <laughs> nice kicking it with Pippin that's right gets me every time <laughs> <laughs> oh man I'll uh, never hear that tune again without hearing your rap and really seeing, and seeing William Culver <laughs> dancing in the background <laughs> that's all it's, I see him just going no. back and forth <laughs> so good so good <laughs> oh well thank you man you know uh you know, maybe I'll sing it for you one day on the spot yeah, we'll do that. I'll drop it. I'll drop a beat one day. You just go for it. Oh gosh, I'd so flood my lines. I don't even remember the. I don't even remember the lyrics. I just, every time I think of Scotty Pippen, just kicking it with Pippen gets me every time. <laughs> I think that's my hardest line. I, I can't. I can't get that line down. It sounded good on the recording. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. It only took uh, about a dozen takes. Yeah. At four in the morning. <laughs> it's a good four in the morning rap. Right. Well, for me, um, I don't know if the the gym's listeners were. They may have not seen this, but we've the kind of key group of the retro junkies have been passing around a retro junk box, and I know that uh, you, you had got that, Rob. Mm-hmm. And uh, so basically, what a retro junk box is, I'm gonna explain this because I didn't know what it was until it happened. Uh, uh, our our buddy at the No Swear Gamer, Phil, started this. So he took a one of those flat rate shipping boxes from the postal service, shoved a bunch of what he would consider retro junk, maybe duplicates, some old, I think he put a record in there, some old movies, some old games, old toys, filled it up to the top. And then he sent it out to the next person to get it. And that person would take out a bunch of junk they thought was cool. You know, I got, they thought my English was bad there. But, <laughs> nah, but they you nailed it. <laughs> that they liked. And they would replace that with stuff of theirs. And so when, I, when it came around to me, I took a ton of Genesis games, of course. <laughs> so, but um, that's kind of what I've been up to. I, I got uh, the Jurassic Park game, which I, I had, but I gave that away in a different podcast because we covered. You know, we talked about the movie Jurassic Park, so I just felt it was appropriate to do that for a contest. So I grabbed that, which was cool. I got um, Super High Impact Football, which is kind of like the NBA Jam of football for Nintendo. Oh, good game. Good game. Yeah. And, uh, oh, good grief. What else did I get? <laughs> That's how bad it is. I got something else. And I got a Genesis controller, which I plugged in yesterday. I don't think the B button's working too well. So oh, I can I can usually tear those apart and clean it and 
Figured and you out. also got pinball for the NES. I did get pinball for yeah, the NES. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was funny because I was all excited about the Genesis <laughs> games I got, and then I mentioned the. Eh, I got an NES like, <laughs> pinball too. Wow. See, that was cool. Oh, it was Miss Pac-Man. That was the other game I got. It was Miss Pac-Man on the Genesis. Oh, yeah. nice. Um, that's a that's a good port too. Yeah, I mean, really, every Miss Pac-Man game I played, even on the Atari, has been really good. So, can't, you just can't get wrong with Pac-Man. I don't think. No, you can't go wrong with the Pac. Yep. And you know, Rob, and I'm gonna. This is gonna probably shock you. Oh um, no, it's not not a bad thing. It's oh. just kind of my ignorance. I didn't realize until I looked at the port, and then I, I looked it up on the internet. Apparently, I'm the only one on Earth that knows this. I didn't realize you could stick a Sega Genesis controller into an Atari 2600. Did you Did you know that? I you know I heard it, but I never tried it. It works fantastic. Um, really? I love. Yeah, I love the the game River Raid on a uh, Atari 2600. It's a it's an Activision game. Um, you kind of like the same company made pit, uh, Pitfall and stuff, hmm. and it's just a little hard on the joystick. It's a very kind of a precise game. You got to steer your uh, your airplane into these little valleys and, and get it through certain areas. And when I, I used the Genesis controller, it was so much easier. I'm like, I <laughs> I'm just going to keep a Genesis controller plugged into my Atari now. I, I guess I don't know. I, I'm sure it was very commonly known, but I feel stupid. But <laughs> so for any of you, any of you out there that didn't know that, try it out. It's awesome. Yeah. Do, do all the like controls work like the D-pad and everything? Yeah. So it was pretty much your D-pad. You know, was your joystick, and your B button was your action button, and oh. it worked. It worked great because you know the Atari joystick has only got the one button. So. Uh, I and I played a game of Pitfall, and I was so much better at Pitfall than I've ever been. So, especially, <laughs> especially when you're jumping across like the alligator heads, I was able to do that with no problem with the with the with the uh, Genesis controller. So I thought that was kind of interesting. I didn't realize that was a thing. It, it definitely wouldn't happen today. You wouldn't be able to plug a Xbox controller into your PS3. That definitely wouldn't happen. Yeah, I'm so, telling you, Sega does what Atari don't. That's right. <laughs> So I don't know. That was just kind of random. That, I didn't awesome. realize you could do that, and I really enjoyed doing that. So may may some of the purists out there may not like that because of may I make the games a little easier. But I'm gonna dig it. I like it a lot. Exactly. That's all that matters. <laughs> all right. Well, cool, man. Well, with that, would you like to play this game and talk a little bit about it? I would love to. All right. Well, game on, Rob. Game on. Game on. Yeah, game on. Sega. Well, okay, so Target Earth. This was one of our random picks, I believe. I Did I do this? I think I swiped the app and hit my finger on I it. I think you did. I think you did. Okay. I, and I remember seeing the cover, and I was like, whoa. And I'll, and I'll be honest, listeners, I, uh, I did that a few times because the few games I put my finger down on were like some very commonly known games I think we'll get to eventually anyways. Right. <laughs> so I was like, let's, let's find an obscure one here, so... But apparently, this game wasn't as obscure as I thought it was. Like it was immediately when I hit that, I told you about it. Then I went to our friend uh, Aaron Hickman, who's been on the show a few times uh, mm-hmm. from Re- Retro Obscura. He immediately knew what this game was. He said, you know, he he talked about how he liked it, and he he mentioned it was part of the Assault Suit series of games. Yeah, and, uh, yeah there, I think there's another one. I think it's a prequel called Cybernator. Yes, exactly. So when I went out and, and researched that, I saw that the box art to that game. I remember playing that a little bit when I was a kid. Uh, they had that at the local rental store. Um, I remember getting it, I'm, I, and I, I don't remember really diving too much into it, because honestly, um, kind of talking about memories, I always kind of shied away from any kind of a like a mech mech game. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really I wasn't really into that kind of stuff. It just kind of I don't know, just wasn't my my cup of tea. So I always kind of backed away from that. But um, were you a Transformers fan like growing up? Yeah, I didn't mind Transformers. Wasn't like you know I really didn't like the gun. Was it gun, the Gundam? Gun. Yeah, the I don't Gundam like that. Wing. Like Voltron, I don't, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of that stuff. I did like Transformers, so I will put that out oh, there. Well, but, uh, like, you know, that, yeah. That's a plus in your favor. 
There you go. There you go. So it just it just wasn't not not saying it's bad. It just wasn't my thing. So I uh, you know I, I as far as memory goes, I don't remember this game. I don't remember the box art, which I thought the box art was pretty sweet. I, 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 I like the way that guy looks, um, but uh, I don't even remember seeing it on the on the shelves anywhere. So that, I don't really have any memories other than kind of giving my background about mech games just not a big fan of so i probably wouldn't have even played this if i saw it back then yeah yeah i mean same here like i'd never even heard of the game before and then um you know of course you you mentioned the cover uh and and it reminds me um of a game i i remember getting on my uh, sixth birthday uh, my dad took me to blockbuster and blockbuster i think it was when the nintendo had just super nintendo had just come out and uh, they were trying to get rid of the regular Nintendo games, and there was a game called Magmax. And it was, you know, the game itself's not that great, but the cover was awesome looking on it. And uh, I remember getting that and being kind of like, disappointed at the game. But you know, with Target Earth, I mean, it's an awesome cover, and the game's pretty daggone good. But, uh, yeah, it's just, I don't know. I don't have any memories playing this game, but just the cover art kind of reminds me of Magmax for the NES, and uh, that takes me back. Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, it's it, even the game like Titanfall that's out. It just it, that, that that stuff just doesn't appeal to me. Something about the big robots and I, I don't mind. Like I guess Power Rangers may have kind of taken from. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> took some stuff from that. I love Power Rangers, of course, but I felt like it was a good mixture of martial arts on the ground. Yeah, it was all around cheesy, of course. I, yep. You go back and watch Power Rangers now, you're just like, oh wow, I like yeah, this. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Even <laughs> as a kid, I was like, oh gosh. <laughs> Yeah, it's like I even knew it was fake as a kid. I was like, oh, boy, yeah. I hope no one sees me watching this. But yeah, I'd had like inside of my trapper keeper, I had a uh, Power Rangers <laughs> folder, and I'm thinking, I hope no one sees this. Right. <laughs> I loved it. It was an awesome folder. And I'm like, oh, I'm gonna get beat up for this. Yep, I, I can relate. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so I think a lot of people were closet fans of that show. Uh huh. I, I used to have a thermos and stuff. I was like, oh boy, let me just go ahead and show this soup real quick. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> soup in a thermos. Now that's retro. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this game um, was developed by. Yeah, you know, I'm not really familiar with this company, but it was developed by. I'm probably gonna slaughter this. Correct me if I'm wrong. Like, was it Masaya? Uh, that's yeah, Masa Masaya. I guess. Yeah, I'm not yeah. Sure. And, um, and of course, they. It looks like they have worked on most of the. Uh, but that assault suit series, like we were talking about, and a bunch of other games. I hadn't really noticed one, one game. I did realize it was uh, Prince of Persia, which was the SNES port. So they they did work on that and. Um, there's some other games here too. I'm I'm kind of looking around. Oh, they did do. I forgot to mention this. Mm -hmm. um, the PC game Diablo, which I'm a huge fan of. So. Oh, really? Yeah. The, they did the expansion pack for that called Hellfire. And uh, Nick. so they, they yeah, I it's know. It's a family friendly podcast. Watch, watch my language. <laughs> heck, heck fire. Heck fire. <laughs> you yeah. see it, and it's like a picture of fire and stuff. It says heck fire on the cover. <laughs> like, oh man, that game looks intense. <laughs> so they they did do that. There's a bunch of other stuff I've never heard of. Got, I'm sure if I click some of these, it probably take you to some more mech stuff or some anime driven things. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, the company who published it was they were called DreamWorks, which the logo cracks me up, Rob. It kind of reminds me of Ducktales. I don't know why. When I look at that logo, it reminds me of Ducktales. <laughs> um, maybe I've been playing that Ducktales remaster game. Maybe that's why I'm thinking about that. Oh, <laughs> that's it. And. Uh, I want to talk, I probably should talk about this earlier, but I, I put a picture on the Facebook page, and I told you to, to tell me what you thought about it when you got in the mail, but the cartridge label for this game right. is one of the most generic things I've ever <laughs> seen. It's literally just a white label and then just black outline letters. And it just That's and my, my, Mine's kind of dirty, like where, it's, where it was used, so I had to clean it up a bit. It still doesn't look good because it was so white and it has little brown stains on it. So. Yeah. 
it's, like yeah, a... it's, it's very, very generic. I, I mean, you know, you kind of have some high expectations when you see the uh, the cover of, you know, the uh, box art, but then when you get the actual card, you're like, what the? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But you do get, like, that 80s, you still get the 80s kind of uh, uh, Target Earth, like, label. You know, the actual words Target Earth are very, very, uh, it almost looks like Saved by the Bell, like, the, the way the, the letters look, you know, with the yeah, logo. Yeah, yeah. A lot of sharp points to the to the letters. and. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, this is yeah. totally 1990. I know, like, like they almost all look like lightning bolts in a way. So. They do. <laughs> but um, yeah, this game was released in 1990. Uh, they kind of classified it as a shooter platform action game. Yeah, it's a little bit of everything. It seems like. Yeah, absolutely. Um, as far as like it being rare as a as a game, it's kind of like in the in the mid playing field. I think the the app kind of rated it a six out of twelve was the rarity of this game. So mm-hmm. it's, it's something I haven't seen on store shelves anywhere, but. I picked it up for a pretty good price. Uh, the app rates it. Uh, the average price for just the cart, the loose cart, was ten dollars. Uh, the cart and the manual was thirteen dollars, and complete was twenty three dollars. Uh, it's funny because they have these combinations on this app, but I always tend to get the cart in the case. They don't, they don't ever price that. But I ended up getting the cart in the case. I think I was it for about maybe twelve dollars. Oh, that's shipping. not bad. So it wasn't bad, and the case is in really good shape. Um, but like I said, the card cartridge itself is in good shape, other than just kind of the label. Kind of being a little stained. <laughs> Best label ever. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> but did you did you pick it up loose or did you get it? Uh yeah. Unfortunately, I, I just got my uh, the loose card. Uh, but I, you know, I had seen pictures of the cover, and the, I mean, that looks amazing. But yeah, you're definitely right. The the card itself. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't. It's like almost like they didn't finish it. Yeah, it's like if I made a game with a cheap budget. And as far as other releases of this game, uh, Wikipedia has it down that it came out on the Virtual Console, which I've honestly never seen it, seen it there. Uh, I'm assuming that's the Wii Virtual Console. Right, um, right. I, had to get, I don't have my uh, original Wii hooked up anymore, so I didn't get a chance to confirm that. But um, I, I usually remember these games being on the Virtual Console, and I don't remember this one. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it seems like a lot, especially on our Facebook page, there was a lot of feedback on it. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, maybe maybe it's not as obscure as we thought. Yeah, there's a couple couple people who kind of thought, well, "What in the world is this game?" But I think uh, I think uh, Kelso was one of them. Yeah, he did. Like, never he heard did. of it. All right, man. Well, as far as the story goes of this game, uh, I, I did a I read a little bit. You know, there's there's an intro scene, but uh, the kind of brief overview of it, I'll, I'll I'm gonna read right from Wikipedia. I'm not I'm not gonna lie about that. A lot of people don't like Wikipedia, and some people will try to mask their podcast like they know what they're talking about, but you know they're just reading right from Wikipedia. Right. <laughs> I'm going to tell you up front, this came directly from Wikipedia. It's like, no prep so, <laughs> whatsoever, I'm reading right from it. <laughs> exactly. So this one says, it's the year 2201, and expanding technologies have given man the power to live anywhere in space. Amidst this backdrop, the story of Target Earth begins with a war between Earth and its colonies. Against a cyborg army returning from the farthest reaches from space. <laughs> yeah. I wrote it down oh, too. Did you? Really? Yeah, I must have copied and pasted that part. I did. That's right from Wikipedia. So. Oh, I'm glad I'm not the only slacker here. Exactly. So I mean, it's it's you know I'm I'm I wasn't real enthralled by the story. I'm games like this. Give me a gun. Show me some enemies. I'm gonna shoot them till I die. And that, that that's kind of what I saw there. You take so, the Rambo uh, approach to gaming. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so I, you can definitely tell this game was um, very influenced probably by the Japanese culture because like. The uh, supposedly it's Rex. Rex is the main character apparently, and uh, you know Rex has a girlfriend that comes up on the screen sometimes. She tells you to pick your weapons, but she's got blue hair. So, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just kind of it's almost an anime style. So that I'm sure there's a lot of crazy story because when you watch anime or read anime, it's very odd and just very kind of outlandish, I guess. Oh and yeah, 
I'm, I'm sure that's kind of what this is coming from. So, so as far as story goes for this game, I didn't really get too worried about it. I, uh, you know, I, I read a little bit about it. I watched a couple playthroughs on the internet of the game, but uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. Did, did you see that differently, Rob? Or was that kind of? Uh, you know, I, I think it was a cool idea on the surface. I mean, like with uh, what is it, the space expeditionary party? You know, it's basically a group of pe- a scientists, I guess, or a, a, you know, they're almost like pioneers set up this colony, and then all of a sudden. I think Earth goes through some kind of war. I don't know if it's like World, World War Three or something like that. And the people that are out in space, you know, setting up their colony everything and everything, they're, they're pleading for Earth, um, pleading to Earth for help and everything with supplies. And Earth's just like, ah, eh, whatever. We got our own war going on right now. You know, we, we don't have time for you guys. It's kind of cool to see, like, the motivation of the bad guys saying, hey, you abandon us. And really, like, if you play the end of this game, you kind of wonder, you know, you, you almost kind of feel bad for the for the people. The what's the name of them? They uh, like the Kron, C H R O N. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You kind of almost feel bad for them in that way. So that was a nice touch. But you know, overall, not anything super astounding. I mean, yeah, I've probably seen that storyline and other things, but but yeah, not not too bad for a you know early Genesis game. Yeah, and I guess there was a, when I Google Target Earth, it immediately popped up with a movie. Really. Um, yeah, and I, I kind of looked into it a little bit. I didn't see any relation from the game to the movie. <laughs> so I don't know if that was interesting. Because I thought, oh, sweet, a movie. We can do a, uh, you know, like a uh, crossover episode. Oh, but that'd be awesome. Yeah, it, it looks it looks interesting. I didn't watch it. It's a 1950s movie. Ah. And, and the uh, tagline just says, Bad robots from Venus cleared out Chicago with death rays. Survivors, <laughs> survivors fight back. <laughs> oh, man, it's got to be good. Yeah, so I mean, I looked at the cast. I didn't really recognize anybody. Richard Denning, Kathleen Crowley, Virginia Gray. I mean, all these pictures are black and white, so it's definitely... <laughs> and, the, and the cover art looks great. It looks like... Uh, I don't know if you ever watched the old sci-fi movie like Metropolis. It reminds oh, me of yeah, classic. Yeah, it reminds me of something like that. So I, it might be something I'll have to watch one of these days. But. Well, well, you know, that kind of reminds me because uh, Cybernator, the prequel, uh, there is a movie called Cybernator, and it's the worst movie I've ever seen. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It is hilariously bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I don't think it's based on this. I think it's just, you know, a movie of the same name, which is kind of an odd name, or just odd coincidence to have that name. Yeah. I mean, the the, the alien or whatever in this movie, I'm looking at a picture right now, <laughs> it looks like a giant metal triangle with, like, a, like, a, like his legs look like like what a dryer hose looks like on the back. So it's like all that crinkled, like scary. Yeah, and there's a, a big light coming out of his face. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to see this movie now. I know, I know. So I, I, I was kind of hoping it would it would connect and we could do like a movie game podcast. It'd be kind of cool. Oh, that'd be nice. But yeah, I, I don't, like I said, I, maybe it drew some inspiration from that movie. I didn't watch the movie, but it had the same name. So who knows? <laughs> Surprised there's no copyright there. Involved. I know, so, I know. There's a little bit more lenient, you know, between the 50s and the early 1990s. Yeah, they were like, whatever, Sega, just take it. The Genesis Gems High Score Challenge. Well, you know what? We posted on the Facebook page, kind of like a high score challenge. So before we get into the game, I just want, I want to talk about high scores a little bit. Um, Something I'm working on, Rob. I haven't talked to you a lot about this. Um, I'm working to get some cool giveaways for for the podcast, and and what I mean Ooh. by that is, I wanted to get like some. This is kind of random. At at where I work, we had this big uh, 
event one day, and, and they give out these things called swag bags. I don't know if you've ever, ever heard of it. It was like this little bag. It had like a T-shirt in it, and like bumper stickers, and pens, and pencils. And I'm I'm trying to find a cheap way to do something like that for our podcast. It's, it's a way to promote, and also has some cool stuff. Um, haven't quite found the cheap way yet. I will find it though. But um, <laughs> I, I wanted to all these high score challenges we put out there. I want to. I want to. This is the way I want to give the listener something cool. Oh, great idea! So, so in the meantime. Um, you know, you, you may get another prize, but I'm I'm keeping track of this, so don't don't think I just forgot about it. And put it up here, but our our high score winner, which blew my score completely out of there. My my high score, as far as I could get, was just under 160 thousand. I think it was 154 thousand. Nah, you beat me. 144. Or our uh, one of our faithful listeners, Matt Daly, pushed up a score of 298,532. Hey, so, nice job, uh, Matt. He's going to go to the top of this prize list that I'm working on. So, uh, and listeners, don't let me forget about that. I, I won't. I, I'm definitely going to do something, some kind of T-shirt. Um, just got to find a, a way to find a good medium between price and bulk. So, right. I'll, I'll find, I find it. I, we, I used to do a lot of T-shirt stuff in the past with some other junk I used to work on. So, And Nick's a lot want... more reliable than I am, so who, he will actually <laughs> send that within the week as soon as he has it done. <laughs> yeah, which, which definitely won't be done in the week. So. Right, right. <laughs> but you sent your stuff out, right? Finally, yeah, about uh, two weeks ago, I finally sent everything out. So hopefully, everyone's received uh, their their treats by now. And it's been real cool. I know a couple of the guys have sent us emails, and uh, we actually have people sending us tweets, which is pretty cool. I, I need to find. Uh, it's funny because we have that thing set up where Facebook just automatically sends our our tweets out, and I, I never can remember our password to our Twitter account. So <laughs> I don't even know what it is. So, so what I end up doing, I, I'll follow it on my personal Twitter account, and when someone says something to the gym's Twitter, I'll just go as myself and respond to it. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome! That's eh, more personable that way, anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, but we definitely, we're definitely going to keep that up. Um, our, our next game, I'm not going to give our next game away, but it's going to be a little unique. So we're going to come up with a very specific challenge, uh-huh. and see how people do with that. So we'll talk about that later, Rob. But, oh, uh, so excited! Yeah, well, I, I wanted, to, I wanted to make this high score challenge a part of our podcast. So, um, I love it. We're, we're going to do this regardless of what the game is. You know, if it's something with no high score, we'll just say whoever can do this with these stipulations and can prove it, you get you get a prize. So. Well, I, I, okay, I got one. I have one stipulation with this thing. There's, you know, if we're going to agree to this, you you have to agree to one thing. Okay. We need to play Josh's score high score like for the segment. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we can do that. I can I can cut like a little piece of it out. That way, it's not the whole song. Right. Just, right. Yeah. Per- perfect. Oh, that'd be great. Perfect. Now, what, what if idea. I win the high score? Uh, you get nothing, Jose. Oh, you take off. I, you better yeah. give me something. <laughs> I, I expect a goodie bag. I'll give you a high five. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, that's I, no good. I, I think it's given that the host will get you know a, a free T-shirt, and bumper stickers, or whatever in the world I'm going to give out. <laughs> so. But it's better when you give it to me. <laughs> I will. I'll, I'll send you one, and I'll wrap it up and put, put a little present in there. So. <laughs> a little note, so. I'm so proud of you. Exactly, exactly. So I'm actually trying to. I was looking at some online vendors. I'm gonna look for some local vendors. I got some connections here in town with people who do that kind of stuff. So I'm gonna see if I can't oh, trade awesome. some favor, trade some favors, and you know, I do some website designing on the side. Maybe I'll help them out with that. Just slip them so, a Genesis game, like, yo, man, I'll hook you up. Yeah, yeah, come on. But yeah, I just want to let you listeners know that we're gonna keep doing that. So please, it's very important if you're not on there, stay tuned on our Facebook page. Uh, like so we we do we do Twitter but I think we're more active just more comfortable on Facebook so st- stay with us there we'd like to just get everyone involved and um, like I said it's just it's fun doing these contests I like I Absolutely. like seeing pe- people getting involved so yeah we'll, we'll just we'll just keep that up so all yeah. right man great idea so let's just jump right into the gameplay so for first impressions for for myself when I put this game in I well whenever I 
kind of get ready for a game and a podcast. I, I try not to the first time I play it, I'm not gonna take any notes. I'm just gonna blow through it as fast as I can. And kinda kinda and then after I play it I like to write down my first impressions. So kind of what what I wrote down for this as my first impressions was that it was to me it was a running gun like like a like a space running gun. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of when I first popped it in I was like oh not a mech game but it runs a little <laughs> fast faster than most mech games. I when you get in those big mech machines and the legs are moving real slow and you got it just that just annoys me but this game had a little bit more speed to it. Uh, the jumping mechanics were cool like how high you could jump off some of this hills. Oh yeah, I know. Uh, Really like that. So, and, and you'll you'll find out later when we cover this certain game. But I'm a huge Contra fan. I probably mentioned it a million times. So, <laughs> so games like this just kind of bring me back home with with what I like. Uh, what was your first impression of this game? Um, you know, very, very similar. Very similar. Like, uh, you know, I really had no idea what to expect. And I'm kind of like you. Like, I, I like to go in blind. I don't want to. The first go around, I don't want to do any research. I, I just want to get my immediately, you know, my immediate kind of first take on it and impression of the game. And at f- the only thing that stood out to me at first, um, I don't know if I want to get into it here. I'll, I'll just shut up. Let me let me start over. <laughs> uh, I liked it. I, I thought it was really cool. I liked the the jump mechanics. I like. You were definitely right. It was it was faster um, than than uh, I guess we both kind of expected it to be, and uh, immediately thought of how amazing the music is. I was like, the yeah. music is jamming, uh, you know, and. Uh, I just thought it suited the game really, really well. And um, one thing I really liked when you first start out is that you're you're not alone, which is really cool because not only are you communicating with, like, I guess it's your girlfriend, Liana. Or, yeah, yeah. Or Liana. I, I like, <laughs> I'll, I'll just call her Liana. There you go. Lily. <laughs> Lily, uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> and uh, you, you get to communicate with her throughout each stage, and I really like that. And I like how your army's fighting alongside of you, and like you know, they give you covering fire and stuff, and they actually communicate with you. So, I was really impressed with the, like the first stage. You know, my first impressions of it. Yeah, I like what you said about having people fighting by your side. It gives it a better sense of war, because I mean, yeah, you know, a lot of these games you're just kind of the Rambo character going through the level, and blowing everything up. But uh, this game definitely. <laughs> You can do that for for a, a period of time, and I'll, I'll I've already kind of admitted how stupid I am with some other things <laughs> on this podcast. But when I first started this game, and I got to the weapon select screen, for some odd reason, I thought you could only pick one weapon. So I'm like, well, I want this. I want the second weapon. It was like kind of like the spreader gun. Oh yeah. So, and I only picked that gun. <laughs> I didn't know you could pick all three. So as so I got need this, the others. Well, exactly. I got through the stage. I ran out of ammo, and I started getting mad. I'm like, "What a stupid game! You run out of ammo. What am I supposed to do now?" I didn't realize you could pick all three weapons and have the one with you know infinite ammo. So, so that's that was kind of funny. But uh, what what I did when I first played this game, and I don't know if you did it as well, um, I just just started rushing through everything, killing everything I could, and I died fast. Oh, me too. Yeah, you you learn you learn soon that you kind of have to back off a little bit because your energy regenerates, which I thought was really cool. It's not it's not like a uh, one shot you're killed yeah kind of yeah game, like contra so, so there's a little strategy involved like i did a lot of jumping and would shoot down and kind of back off a little bit because if you just start going through the level you're i mean you're gonna get killed fast oh very very quickly and yeah i mean your, your energy will regenerate but it's really slow so you kind of almost have to like duck away from the enemies for a little while try to find a hiding spot you know uh, where they can't get you but yeah, I've had to do that a lot because I, I went in guns blazing the first few times and I learned very, very quickly that I'm not even going to make it past the first stage if I do that. Yeah, really. And like, you know, the first stage, the objective is to take down that big warship. And so like the first time I played it, I, I failed because I didn't know what the big warship was. I just kind of ran right by it. Right. All the enemies, and apparently it took out the base, which you know, I wasn't a very good war hero there. But uh, <laughs> You're like, yeah. eh. and, 
Yeah, and, and the first time I beat it, I had to figure out that, okay, I need to get behind a hill or something and kind of shoot just diagonal at it instead of standing right underneath of it, shooting it straight up. Uh, especially with that spreader type gun, I, I, that's kind of how I had success with that. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was it was interesting trying to make your own strategy in that because you know, a lot of games are just kind of twitch based, mm-hmm. and uh, this one you could actually kind of the the level was so big and you could go you could go back you could backtrack and kind of make your own little strategy up, which I thought was really cool. So I was able to defeat the you know the first level that way, anyways. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I always like levels where you can actually kind of backtrack like that and and uh, and get certain items. So yeah, that's definitely a nice touch to it. Something I keep forgetting to go over these past few podcasts. I'm, I'm real big on talking about the con- just the control setup, and I'll do that real quick. So, your A button is your shoot button, and your B button is your jump button, which I thought was a pretty it was a pretty good dynamic. I like games that have that combination because mm-hmm. when when, a, when A's jump and B shoot on a game like this, it gets it's a little rough. So, it was a it, it was okay on my my end. And then uh, the C button was your how you switched your weapon if you picked them all like I didn't so. <laughs> right so I, yeah it's just overall the controls were, were good I'll, I'll give it that so okay uh, well I gotta ask you something though about the controls did you have any gripes with the aiming yeah I, yeah, I did too like I, I thought like um, Contra seemed a little bit more in- instantaneous like if you aimed at a diagonal level or something like that it was immediate but with this game, there's like a little bit of a delay, just long enough to where it can frustrate you, especially if you're going downhill and you're trying to aim at an angle to your enemies coming uphill. Oh man, I, I had the hardest time with that. Yeah, and so if you're if you're if you got your gun pointed up and you try to go like diagonal down, like it almost goes through like a progression. I guess yeah. that's part of part of the robotic and you know <laughs> controls, I guess. But and then that I, I had the same gripe because. Um, you know, Contra, like you said, it's just it's, it's instantaneously. If you shoot up, you shoot up, and this one kind of has a little bit of a lag, and maybe that's because it's trying to be a mech type game. Right, right. But it yeah. <laughs> nonetheless, <laughs> nonetheless, they got on my nerves. Yeah, so. yeah. Same here, same here. I want a faster mech. Exactly. <laughs> so, and there's actually I went to the options to look, and there's there's a way you can change the uh, way you aim. So I, I did. Really? I can't remember what it was called. But then it makes it worse. <laughs> so, <laughs> it almost like stays in that position, and you have to back oh, it down. Up. So it's even on Kazoo type. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so, but yeah, I think the changing the direction option made it worse. So I just kind of left it as it was. But yeah, I had that. I had the same gripe. Um, but as, as far as responsiveness goes, I, I would say it's it's good. When I went when I went diagonal, it would slowly get there, but it, it would get there. So right. I don't know. I don't know. You think with all that technology that the storyline talked about, they'd have a better way to aim? I know, you would think so. Like some yeah. kind of locking system. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and one thing I really like, uh, so so the first stage is the raid. It's called Raid on Ganymede, and I, I think that was a space station. Um, did I get that right? It's a space station orbiting Jupiter? It's definitely Jupiter. I, I, know, that's the, I know that's the place. So. And then I, and I love, like, when you first start... All of your like army guys are running away from the battle, and you're running towards it. Yeah. Like if you notice, there you know as you're walking forward, you see all your like teammates like running behind you, or running running past you. Like I'm getting out of here, brother. I I, I was kind of wondering that too, because is part of the mission of this to kind of defend your base? Maybe they're coming back to defend it. I don't know. Oh, okay, yeah. I got you. So some of the guys are going your way. I'm I'm playing the first stage right now. Some of them actually are walking with me the other ones are kind of walking <laughs> oh really see, see my guys they didn't yeah. like me they're like yeah. you're on your own brother which that's another good point because i it took me a while 
a couple seconds to figure out, oh, the green guys are the bad guys. Right, I know. Guys. I had the same thing. Yep. <laughs> so, so, I, kept, I kept trying to kill the orange guys. Like, why aren't they dying? <laughs> yes, I mean, that, that was that was kind of cool. I mean, just the fact that they're there, you know. And, mm-hmm. and some of them actually look like they're contributing a little bit. So. I, and they'll actually kill the guys, too. Like, I noticed that. Because a lot of a lot of games, you, you'll have your teammates, and they'll be at, it'll, on the surface, it looks like they're, they're shooting and damaging the enemies. But really, the enemies don't, like, explode on their own. But yeah, I just kind of stood back one time and watched one of uh, the teammates or whatever, your uh, fellow army guys, uh, blow up a mech. I was like, oh, well, these guys aren't completely useless. Yeah, exactly. As far as difficulty goes in this game, I, I think it was very... It, it was definitely consensus that this game is hard. Yes. It, it is not easy. And, and going through the options, I wanted to bring this up. I, I didn't even want to try this because I figured it'd make me cry. <laughs> but, but there's three difficulty settings. There's not even an easy. It starts at normal. It goes to hard, and then it goes to hyper, which I, <laughs> I'm afraid hyper would make my eyes bleed. I don't oh, know. Right, right. <laughs> so, Nick would be shaking in a corner hysterically. Uh, yeah, yeah, pulling my hair, sing, <laughs> singing Mary Had a Little Lamb or something. So. <laughs> but I, I saw that, and I just laughed. I had to stop and laugh. I thought, no, I, I'm not even no. going to do that to myself. <laughs> that's always, that's uh, always a bad sign when you don't even have an option for easy. Yeah, you're and like, you probably oh, just, if you picked hyper, you'd probably just die as you're picking your weapons. Yeah. Probably wouldn't be a chance to even, <laughs> even live. You didn't pick your weapons fast enough, you're dead. <laughs> uh, right, right. They just blow up Earth. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, and I watched a lot of video reviews on this, and, uh, you know, it was very it was very common for the reviewer just to talk about how hard it was. Right. A, lot of, a lot of guys angry at the game, so, and most of them got further than I did. They were <laughs> much more angry than I was. Yeah, I know. I had, I had to watch uh, some uh, long playthroughs just to see the end, and I can't wait to talk about the end. It's pretty funny. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I, I watched the review. Oh, I think it was. Is it the classic game room that was real big for a while? Yes, yes. yes I they, love classic game room. Yeah, that guy's got the coolest voice. It's just really professional. Yes, he talks <laughs> like this all the time. <laughs> that was dead on. You gotta use that voice. <laughs> Which I, I love it. I love that YouTube channel. I think they they retired it a while back, right? Oh, did they? Ah, oh. maybe. I hope I'm not wrong on that. But... Well, you know, classic game room was one of the first. Um... If not the first uh, kind of retro gaming video show, yeah, I, I knew they were huge into uh, kind of bringing this back. You know, this whole retro collecting and retro because uh, re- retro collecting and retro podcasts, all this stuff is just it's huge right now. So I think they were definitely one of the big ones. Of course, a uh, angry video game nerd is kind of what got me back into it. Oh uh, my gosh, yeah, yeah, seeing him and his huge <laughs> collection down in his basement, I'm like, oh, I want that. Yeah, I want that kind of basement. <laughs> exactly. So. Yeah, it's, it's definitely cool to go back and see what they think of these games. So, you know, kind of on to my next point, I really, really liked how each stage kind of had its own objective, its, its own little, uh, I don't want to say story, but it, it's its own little thing you need to do. Like the first stage we mentioned, you had to take down the big mothership or whatever that was. Uh, the second stage, if I'm remembering right, the second stage was more of like the, uh, you just had to kind of get to that ship where the guy tells you to take off. Yeah. <laughs> no way, you take off. <laughs> yeah, which I thought was great. It's so appropriate for this podcast. Take right. <laughs> and then uh, the third stage was really cool because it kind of like it kind of felt like you're playing asteroids. It you're did. Kinda That's like, a, I wrote that down. That's exactly yeah. what I wrote. You're just kind of uh, you know kind of hovering around in space, and then the uh, the fourth stage kind of drops you on more of a planet, right? Because it just kind of drops you out of a ship, and you're. You're kind of on some cool-looking landscape, and then that's as far as I got. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah, that that's me too. Um, yeah, like the third stage is kind of cool because I think you're on your way to Earth to defend okay. it, and then uh, you you kind of get out of the ship, 
and you're kind of shooting, you know, asteroid style uh, at all these enemies, and then you go back to your ship, and then in stage four, the frontline assault stage, you're actually dropping down to, I guess, Earth's atmosphere, um, which I, I thought was really cool because you, you know you're getting, you're getting like the platformer kind of side. Uh, with the first few stages, then you get almost like a space shooter side in the third stage, and then it kind of goes to a, uh, I don't even know what you would call it, the fourth stage where you're just dropping down. Kind of reminds you of um, Battletoads a little bit, you know, how you're dropping yeah, down the tunnels yeah. or whatever with the ropes. You're kind of doing that uh, in, in stage four, and I don't know, I like how it changes things up, and, you know, each uh, level kind of has its own, you know, atmosphere to it. You know, no pun intended, I guess, with the Earth's atmosphere, but, you know. <laughs> Just to kind of, I like to kind of take in the whole game, especially when I can't beat it. Uh, right. I watch some of the some of the video playthroughs, and there's a lot of stages that look like they was kind of like roaming through big buildings. And mm -hmm. um, it almost looked like a true platform game at that point. So I thought that was really cool how they took... Just different environments, cause I, cause games like this, when you start playing them, you're like, oh, this is gonna get real repetitive. Kind of, yeah. kind of like like shoot 'em up games, and I love shoot 'em up games. Don't get me wrong, I love Gradius and R Type and stuff like that. But a lot of the environments just start to to kind of wear on you, and it's like the same thing over and over again. Right, I know. And I, yeah, and I thought this was really neat how it mixed that up a little bit. You know, and then another point I wrote down, uh, I love the fact that you can regenerate health. I, th I think that was one of the only uh, saving graces of this game of being so stinking hard. You're <laughs> so, right, I know. And I I was very Especially when you, it was the second or third stage where you got like a uh, more of a, a weapon that would kind of blow up, kind of like a, a grenade launcher. So like when I when I would start dying a little bit, I would pick that weapon and just kind of start backtracking and jumping and just shooting that on the ground everywhere. Yeah, and, yeah. You, there's all that's another nice thing about the game. Like there's all sorts of weapons you can unlock uh, at the end of each stage, which is also cool because you know your high score will determine what kind of weapons you unlock. Now there's so many different kinds of weapons like I don't know what half of them are like I wrote some of them down like the, you got LG gun HG gun I guess LG might be like large gun yeah <laughs> HG gun huge gun I don't know handgun <laughs> uh, maybe that's it uh, 25 SC 40 CS uh, machine guns homing missiles burst fire guns you can even get shields and stuff and armor um, it's it's pretty cool and, and that kind of gives you some uh, strategy too. You, you have to learn which ones to use for each battle, and the homing missiles became my best friend. You know when I had. Oh them. yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially for a lot of the boss battles, you 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 about needed those. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I think that was probably an, an, a you know a necessary thing because when you're trying to avoid getting attacked and you can't shoot in that direction because you're running away from it, you kind of have to have something that'll right. kind of <laughs> be your saving grace. And you know that that was a big thing. Uh, I can always find a way to bring Contra into it. Uh, <laughs> When you play the Contra game that was on Game Boy, kind of introduced the humming, uh, the gun that you would have, and then of course Super Con Super, not Super Contra, sorry, Contra Three, the Alien Wars on Super Nintendo had that same mechanic, and it kind of became necessary as you went through the game. So whenever I saw that weapon, I'm like, oh yeah, I gotta have this. Yeah, <laughs> so, Mine. yeah exactly. <laughs> and and do you remember like the ammo capacity on that? That's the only thing that stunk. I thought some of these guns had ammo capacity, which kind of added more to the difficulty of the game because I, I feel like i feel like if you had some of the better weapons and didn't run out it wouldn't have been such a big deal <laughs> right yeah i i don't know yeah I, I never really liked the the ammo count and stuff because i mean if, if you just stay still in that game the enemies will just keep coming so yeah, it's, yeah. it's not like they all just eventually go away or you know after you kill them all they're you know that's it they'll just keep coming and respawning and respawning and you're gonna run out of your ammo very quickly yeah no doubt yeah <laughs> <laughs> but guess what, man? What's that? There's actually some English in this game. Did you catch it? 
I did not. What did it oh, say? Oh man, it's it's in uh, stage five, so it's uh, uh, it's called surprise attack, and the sinister red-haired commander guy, uh, the 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 bad guy, or one of them, uh, he he speaks a little English. He says, "Our fight will have weight." <laughs> they, they forgot uh, two. <laughs> so <laughs> I saw I saw that I was like, ah, oh, English. <laughs> yeah, you can get a lot of that in these games. <laughs> I love it. That's definitely something that uh, I don't think people could get away with today on today's today's games. <laughs> I know you, you got you got like the editor of the game, and it's like, dude, you yeah. had one job to do. Yeah, you had one job. <laughs> I, I know a lot, a lot of the games that are developed in, in Japan now. I know they have a team in America, localization teams they call them. So. Right, right. And of course, if they screw up, they can always just make a day one patch. You know, you're playing version one point oh one of the game. No, that's right, one. the beta. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's kind of cheap, but. Uh... <laughs> Yeah. Um, another thing I thought was kind of weird because it kind of my first time I played it, I, I made it to the second level without dying. One of the first times I played it, and um, and I, when I died, it just took me back to the menu. I was like, no, no, there's no, no continues. But once you pop open the menu, it actually has an area where you do continues. Which I thought was kind of weird because most games when you die, it just comes up with like a counter, you know, continue. With, oh, continue. I know, I know. When I saw yeah. that, I was like, oh man, I am not doing this all over again. Yeah, and I thought the same thing. So. I was happy to see that there was a continue button. Right. Just, it was a little, little deceiving. Kind of made me. I, thought, I was like, "Oh, you tricksters! <laughs> you got me. <laughs> you got me that time." <laughs> so I don't know. Um, and the, and the good thing, you know, I know we'll we'll wrap us up at the end, but I I found this game easy just to pop in and play. Um, mm-hmm. It was something that I I did if I had thirty minutes just kind of sit around and do nothing. I, and that that's one of the beauty beauties of, of retro games. You can do that as long as it's all hooked up and ready to go. But I was able to just power this on hit start a few times and i was already in battle shooting things so yeah really yeah. really enjoyed that aspect of this game oh yeah yeah same here i mean it's definitely one that you can pick up pretty quickly and it's almost got like an arcade style feel feel to it um it, it's just you know really really hard if you want to you know progress pretty far in the game you know and, and that's like a lot of classic arcade games i mean you think of miss pac-man you're like oh it's easy to pick up but then you know after five or six stages like dang this is hard yeah, yeah. It's cool playing arcade games like that that you can get, get better at. As long as you enjoy it, you can just keep getting better at and that's Oh, yeah. You know, over the years, here I go with Contra again, but you know, when I played Contra as a kid, I couldn't even get anywhere near beating that game without the 30 lives code. And as I, as I played it more and more through my life, um, you know, last year was kind of a big year for me because I was able to beat that and Super C with no uh, cheat codes, which was a huge deal for me because I've been trying to do that forever. Wow. So it, it was just, it was kind of cool to... That kind of gives you the longevity of the game, and I can see myself putting this game in you know, at a later date and trying to get better at it and trying to get uh, further in the game. So yeah, same th- here, same here. I'll, I'll definitely go back to this game. So as as far as gameplay goes, did you have anything else to add? I've kind of hit all my main points I wanted to talk about. Is there anything else you wanted? To- um, uh, I I guess like of course I didn't actually make it there, but like stage eight, um, when you finally uh, face the main commander of I guess the evil army, I love how he's half cyborg. I, I yeah. love that, and I love how he actually has this huge kind of speech he gives to Rex and why Earth abandoned him and his people and everything, and it, you almost feel bad for him. And I like villains that I can relate to or almost understand their their motives and why they are the way they are. I like that in games, and um, I, I don't know. Even even when uh, he's about defeated, when, when Rex is about to finish him off, he, the bad guy goes, I'm still standing. You see, like, this picture of him, and his face is all bloody and everything, but he's refusing to give up. 
Um, I like that. I thought that was a nice touch. And yeah. it kind of made that final battle feel more epic if because it kind of humanized the villain, you know? And I thought that made it for a great, great last battle. I uh, thought the uh, enemy designs were, were really good. Um, yeah, I was, I was really impressed with that. The it it was uh it, it felt like the last stage and it, what what's also really cool about the last stage is the music the music suits each stage really well but you can definitely tell stage eight the last one it's like this real eerie kind of almost quiet and subtle music almost like you can feel like something bad's gonna happen I, I don't know it was well done and that's that's cool you mentioned that about the music um I, I love talking to Aaron Hickman about these games before we uh cover him and like that was one of the very first comments Aaron made was that he loved the music in this game and when, when you hear Aaron Hickman say that you you know you're in for a treat oh yeah so, yeah the music was definitely good I, and you know we probably already don't even need to cover music anymore but <laughs> it's we've already talked about how good it was so mm-hmm. that's definitely a thing um graphics I, I I like the graphics I don't think they were the best but I don't think they were awful either I agree. Um, I, I heard a lot of a lot of video reviews they would that was really one of the only compliments they had about the game were how good the graphics were. And like I said, I, I think they were good. I definitely don't think that was the best part of the game, but um, it, it, it it was good, especially for an early Genesis game. You know, this game was released in 1990. It def, definitely did, did well. Um, I, I thought I thought they were clear, you know, crisp. You could tell what things were. Right. Yeah, I, I did like the level of detail. Um, the first few levels when you're kind of in the space area and, and like the hills you're walking on, there's there's a lot of detail in those hills, a lot of ridges and I, I thought they definitely looked cool, so um, I will give it that. The gra- graphics were good. Yeah, I, don't... I agree. I agree. And you know, the only gripe I have is like some of the, well, I don't know if this is really graphics, but a lot of the enemies look the same. You know, they they yeah. The, a lot of them are green, uh, or or is it blue? Or it was one one basic basic color palette, and they all look the same. I mean, there were some that were bigger, some that were smaller, and the uh, another. Well, I'm getting into gripes. I better shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I better shut up right now. The graphics are good. Just shut up. Take yeah. off. <laughs> Take off. I will. Take a hike. Yeah. I mean, you can you can get into whatever you'd like to, because as far as like my little outline goes here, Rob, I, after sound, I'm kind of done. I can go right <laughs> to Richard Fitted Achievements. Yeah, same here. I need to send you this little brief outline I use just to kind of keep myself on, on track. I'm sorry. I, I just kind of go with it. Oh, man, <laughs> me kinda... too. I just follow your lead, my friend. As far as sound goes, I mean, like we, we, like we talked about, music was great. I thought the sound effects were cool. Um, the only negative thing I can say about the sound is that I, I really liked the music in the first stage, but they used it a couple more times throughout the game, which which I, I, I guess if it's a good tune, that's okay, but I, I kind of like to have an original tune for each stage. That way, that stage has some character. You, you go back and think of, like, Mega Man 2. Like, when I, hear, when I hear a tune from that game, I can tell you exactly what boss you're on. Yep. And, I, and I, I, I'm, I'm big on that, you know, like with, with Castlevania, you hear that startup vampire killer song you're like oh yeah stage one you know it's just <laughs> it's, it's just I, I like being able to relate a stage with that and sometimes when you play the same song over and over again it kind of just you just, not that it's forgettable but you kind of forget what stage you're on right oh i i totally agree yeah and i think they recycle it about three or four times and it's just like well it's a good song but yeah you know, i've already heard it over and over <laughs> again exactly exactly <laughs> all right man did you have any other thoughts about the uh, just any other points you want to talk about the gameplay? Because um, if not, I'm ready to go into the achievements. Oh, uh, the ending. Oh, yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah, yeah the ending. Uh, finally, see, what I found out, of course, via Wikipedia, <laughs> is that <laughs> apparently, um, I think, overseas, there was more of a 
romance story between uh, Rex and Leon or whatever her name is. Like that they actually, I mean, it was pretty clear that that was boyfriend, girlfriend, and they were all, you know, uh, concerned about each other and everything. Well, in the U.S. release, you don't really see that until the end where, you know, you get this real dramatic, fa um, uh, like, ending where uh, Rex is just kind of walking real dramatically, you know, as I, something's exploding in the background, you know. And then he's, he's walking to his girlfriend, Liana, and then he just kind of hugs her or something like that. And, and then that's it. It, it reminded me of Top Gun for some reason. <laughs> it, I, I, don't know, I don't know why. It just did. Hey, that's not, you know, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good, good classic movie. So long as Rex not, you know, playing volleyball shirtless <laughs> with a bunch of other muscular guys. Yeah, I'd, I'd pass on that scene. So. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, jeez, why is this in here? <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, I, I uh, it, it's something. I'm, I'm glad you do that, Rob, because I, it's always something I forget to write down. Because I'll watch the ending on. On YouTube or something, but I, I never remember to talk about it. So. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> yeah, that, that's why you're the jelly to my peanut butter. So. Oh, thanks, buddy. Uh, did that sound weird? That sounded weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe I won't use that again. I was honored. You're honored. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm hungry. Right. Okay. Me too. <laughs> All right. So if you're ready, I'd like to go to retrofitted achievements. Ah, uh, me too. The channel for stems. Retrofitted achievements. So Rob, I uh, I struggled a little bit with this one. Um, I only ha only had three. I'm sure you have like a million. How many do you have? <laughs> I got seven, but you know I don't like bread. Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> but I tell you what, since you have so many, I'm just gonna go ahead and just list mine real quick. Okay. And these these are pretty pretty simple. So my first one is called Take Off Hoser, and this is uh, beating level two and seeing uh, the the uh, aircraft carrier say Take Off. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, next one. Kind of already touched on this, but this is just called Asteroids, and this is beating level three because level three is a lot like playing Asteroids. Uh huh. Very nice. And my last one is called He's Got Hops, and this is a. <laughs> and I don't know if you did this in the game or not, Rob, but uh, every now and then when you jump off on those hills, I mean Rex would just. I mean, it would be the biggest jump you could possibly do. And I don't know how. I don't even know how I did that. He's got sweet ups. I'm telling you. He's, he, yeah, he's got ups, man. So. Yeah. <laughs> so it's the Jordans. The, yeah, he's got a uh, <laughs> robot fitted Jordans. So. <laughs> So yeah, those are my three. I, I you know, and it's funny because a lot of times when I only have three or four, it's because I didn't prepare. But uh -huh. I thought about this a lot, and I just I was blank. I drew blank. So. This one was a tricky one. I I, I hear you, man. And like I, I got some here. Like um, of course I had to get a music reference in there. So of course, of so course. I'm gonna bang that one out right away. It's Run to the Hills. That's an <laughs> Iron Maiden tune there. Yes. Uh, this is a running alongside your comrades as they flee the raiders on Ganymede. So Ooh. that that's the first one. I think you'll like this one. Rex Quando <laughs> from Napoleon Dynamite. Exactly. <laughs> you guys are just jealous because you can't come home to a beautiful lady like Lola every day. <laughs> oh, I'm going to watch that movie. Again. Oh, I know. It's great. Uh, so, yeah, this is basically when you jump or you flip over uh, any enemy in stage one without getting hit. So, <laughs> third one is Green Krabby Patties. And this is smashing the green cyborgs that look like little crabs in stage two. Is that like a SpongeBob reference, Krabby Patties? It is, it is. <laughs> Green like Krabby it. Patties. I like it. They're rotten. <laughs> uh, next one is a shocking twist. And this is seeing that lightning guy blow up the blue ship that was uh, oh, giving you yeah. cover fire in stage two. Yeah, and I, I tried to... I, I don't think there's any way around avoiding that, that happening. Cause oh, I, tried I know. To, like, I tried to hurry up and run up here and kill him real fast, and it didn't, it didn't work. That guy was destined to die. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no matter what you do, he's dead. Exactly. And then he just takes off whenever you uh, 
hit him. He, he never explodes. So. I know. Huh, there you go. And then uh, one kind of like what you had was, no, you take off. And this is choosing not to board the rescue ship in stage two. <laughs> and basically, you can't beat the game because <laughs> you have to go in there. But that's just the alternate ending. <laughs> you just stand there while the ship goes away. You know, I'm like, not no, I'm good. I'm going to stay here for a little while. Yeah, I like out. Jupiter. I like Jupiter too much to leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then you just like blow up with a plan. Uh, okay, here's one. Here's a little English here. We'll have wait a little longer. <laughs> and this is making it to stage five to beat the enemy commander, but he flees. So, uh, and then the last one, you're terminated. And this is defeating the final cyborg commander guy. So there you go. Oh man, <laughs> you, you you killed that man. You snailed it. Oh, <laughs> snailed it. Snailed it. <laughs> that was good, man. Uh, thanks, man. I like it. All right, so I had to get some Arnold in there. Yeah, you do. You do. You've got to come back for Sarkana. <laughs> it's not a tumor. <laughs> <laughs> Who is your daddy and what does he do? Yeah, thanks for the tip. <laughs> I kept I kept telling uh, Ryan in his podcast. Yeah, you know, we have that little clip of him from Kindergarten Cop. We haven't covered that <laughs> covered that movie yet. Oh, but, I can't wait so, till you guys do. Yeah, we we are. I think the next turnaround we're going to. So. And speaking of which, I'm glad you guys are back. We are, and we actually set a, a date for the next uh, recording. So. Oh man. Yeah, and and just uh, spoilers out there for any fans. We. I need to repost it because I posted it at a very bad time. Not many people saw it, but we're going to cover uh, Crash Bandicoot <gasps> and, and uh, Jerry Maguire. Show me the money, buddy. <laughs> oh, man. That's going to be good. Yeah, Ryan picked those. So I was pretty excited. Lo- oh, loves- Crash Bandicoot. That, I, I got that. Uh, yeah, I got that when I got my PlayStation the first yeah. time. R- Ryan's a huge Naughty Dog fan. He loves the Uncharted series and uh, Last of Us. So he's Ooh. Uh, yeah, because Naughty Dog was all about the... Uh, the mascot games, you know, they did uh, Crash Bandicoot, then they did Jack and Daxter. Oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah, so, so I mean, that's he, he's he's pumped about. It. He's been researching Naughty Dog, so it's not very often Ryan gets excited about the video games. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we're we're gonna have fun on that. So it, it was cool to have him. It was cool to be back. So I've said it since day one. You guys have my favorite <laughs> podcast. I mean, that was I'm a huge fan of your work. Let me, oh. let me just put it that way. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you. We, we make. We make that one easy. Like I, I don't even spend that much time editing it. I usually just put in my sound clips and hit save. Yeah, <laughs> good go. So, because Ryan and I have been friends for quite a while now, about mm. over ten years, and uh, we we just sit around and talk like old men, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> it, it just kind of, it just came natural to us. To, exactly. To do a podcast. <laughs> right. It's like Landon and me. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> now we're now we're all trying to you know. Kind of, kind of doing this now. I, I feel much more comfortable with you now. Not, not that I never felt uncomfortable. It was just, oh no, no, no. I, yeah, hey, yeah. I understand. I understand. It was, you know, it always felt natural, though. Yeah, absolutely. That's why, why we have the show. Amen, brother. Are we gonna keep us in here? I like to chit chat. I do. Me too. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the listeners do. Maybe they don't. But anyways, <laughs> we'll go on to the to the main the the, the main segment of the show, as I always call it. Right. Is this is this game a gym? Is this game of Genesis Gym? Is it good or is it garbage? So, um, I didn't see a whole lot of critical reviews on this. Uh, I went to Moby Games, which is kind of my—that's kind of my main source for, um, for for just the history of well, what the reception was of this game. And it, it got our Moby rank of fifty-five, which is out of hundred. So it kind of mm-hmm. fell right there in the middle. You know, a lot of people think five out of ten is not really the best score. It, you know, it had a, it has a list of reviews and kind of averages, and I saw anywhere from like eighty to thirty, so that's out of a hundred. So it, it kind of was kind of a mix there. Um, as far as listeners' responses go, um, if I can pull up the Facebook page here, oh, wait, I got it on the notes. Sorry, 
so the first one comes from Michael Kelso. He did another worthless comment. Uh. Thanks, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> we, we we do love you, Michael. Well, the yeah, beef's gone. Yeah. The beef's gone. But he just says, never heard of it. <laughs> oh, geez. Thanks for nothing, pal. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, Strider Freddy says, great game, but but not a gem. Aaron Hickman over at Retro Obscura says, definite gem. Great music, some solid gameplay that set the groundwork for a sequel, Cybernator, on Super Nintendo. Hmm. Yeah. So, and Josh Taylor says, it's an interesting shooter style. It was difficult for me. <laughs> I agree, Josh. <laughs> so, <laughs> yep. Um, Mark Ross keeps it simple. He says, Jim. Um, Francisco Torres says, ultra difficult, Jim. I like that. Wow, ultra, nice. Ultra difficult, Jim. That sounds like a, uh, a difficult setting you could set. We'll make Ooh. this, Jim. Yeah. Make this gym ultra difficult. <laughs> um, Zach Spears, he says, I can't stand that game. I got it loose for $5 and tried so hard to get into it, but just couldn't. So, I wow. can see that. I, these games aren't for everybody, so we'll get that. Uh, our uh, high score contest winner, Matt Daly. Congratulations, buddy. He says, awesome. I was so hoping you guys would cover this one. A gym, I think. A tough and unique shooter. So, By his comment there, I have a feeling he played it a little bit because of that <laughs> high, high score. He had a heck of a high score there. So. Um, Luke Walsgrove says, um, could we add one more category called WTF is that game? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I won't explain what WTF is because this is family friendly and, uh, and I, yeah, water the, <laughs> I got nothing. Water, <laughs> water the fruit. No, no. Oh, there you go. There you go. There you go. Water the flowers. Yeah. <laughs> It's a uh, oh no that wouldn't work. Anyways, uh, <laughs> Alfred Alfred Figueroa says Jim love Assault Suit Lanos. I think that's one of the other games in the series. So. Um, I tallied that up, so we got five for Jim, two for good, and one for garbage. Wow! So Rob, that that sets the precedence for us. And I'm this was hard. Uh, the reason it was hard, I was I was on the fence between good and Jim. Sometimes it's kind of hard to give a game a gem rating when I haven't played it before. So, and then I was really, really leaning towards good when I first started this. But as time went on, I, I kept playing it, and it wasn't just out of obligation to the show. And I, I think sometimes it happens when we when we do a show. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of games we played for the show that I haven't put in since we since we have. But but the games I like Chester Cheetah. I, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I sent that I sent that to Blake. He's got that game. <laughs> He's he's, st- he's still trying to digest all those Cheetos he ate. Oh, that's I know. He's, he's got his uh, hands full or mouth full. Exactly, <laughs> but I I had to kind of tip tip over on the fence and say this game's a gem. I'm really? I'm gonna play it. I, I'm gonna play it again. I really will. Um, wow. Just 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 being that I I love I just love shoot 'em ups. I love running guns, shoot 'em ups, whatever you want to call them. And this this game had enough variety that makes me want to learn the strategies a little better and play it some more. So I almost feel bad calling it a gem. I was I was really gonna go for, for just good because I, I don't I feel like I give too many games a rating gem. I know what you too, mean. Yep. I feel like I'm one of those happy reviewers. Well, you get a little I, I think, well, honestly, I think overall we've been really lucky with our picks. Even our random ones have not turned out to be that bad. Well, well speak for yourself, Chester Cheetah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you loved it. I'm going to get you that and the sequel. There's another hated, one. Hated that game. I'm going to get got, you both. I was able to eat some Cheetos, though, so that was kind of nice. That's true. Which, you know, since we played that game and I bought Cheetos, my wife and I have been buying more Cheetos. So ah, nice. See, there you go. There you go. <laughs> it's the gift that keeps giving that game. That's, that's right. <laughs> Well, uh, you know what? I I don't... I, I'm speechless because I don't know... Let's do it, man. Just say at, it. at this very moment, I still don't know. Like, as I was uh, preparing for the show, I was like, I'll just kind of make it up on the spot, you know, whether or not it's a gem or not, because I really don't know. Um, I, I, I'm going to say it is a gem, but I'm going to clarify 
that <laughs> it's not perfect. I mean, no no game really is, but there are, there are a couple minor gripes I have. Like, the aiming's a little off. I think the enemies are kind of generic. Some of them are. Um, but I think there's a, a varied enough gameplay to make it interesting with the shooter style, the platforming style. Um, I love... I like the story. I love the ending battle scene. I like the the subtle things throughout the game, like you can fight alongside your your army, or you know you can communicate with Liana and other commanders while fighting. It kind of makes you feel like you're really in the war um, against these these people. I like the fact that the villain is almost identifiable; you can relate to him, except for the fact that you know Nick and I have not actually been sent out into space and been you know exiled and can't <laughs> come back. But still, you can Good understand point. his motive. <laughs> Good point. Right, but um, for that reason, it's a unique game. Um, I've not played a game quite like this at all. I say it's a gem. I, th- I thought this was really good. Really, really hard. Really challenging. And overall, you know, aside from about three or four little gripes, it's a pretty awesome game, and I will definitely play this again. Awesome. I was going to ask you, you definitely would play that again? Yes. I think it'd be one of those games that'd be fun to sit around with a bunch of guys and just kind of see who can get the furthest. <laughs> get a- get angry. And <laughs> but, it- but it's a good angry. It's one of those things where, where you <laughs> die. <laughs> it's a good angry. Well, well, yeah. And, and Gosh say, darn it, I'm mad. <laughs> and having a great time. <laughs> oh, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things that when you when you do die, you kind of realize why you did die. And <laughs> it's like, I deserved it. Yeah, try to get yourself out of that situation the next time, if you can remember how. So. <laughs> All right, well, I'm surprised. I, I really, you know, when I first started playing this game, I didn't think you and I would both say it's a gym. But I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. I, I didn't even know I was going to say it until like yeah. two seconds ago. Yeah, maybe the listeners sway this because I, I was shocked too that they. I really thought this was a more obscure game, and maybe it's not because it was part of a bigger series. But right, we had a lot of responses on this game for a lot. Be, it being that it wasn't it wasn't Sonic or Streets of Rage, you know. Right, <laughs> so, right. So that, I thought that was really cool. So yeah, awesome. Yeah, can you believe Kelso never even heard of it? Oh jeez. Ah, uh, well, yeah, he's Jeez. too busy playing. Too busy playing Nintendo. Oh, I can't. Gosh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's and awesome. if, if you. And true, I mean, if he's a Super Nintendo fan, I mean, Aaron, Aaron Hickman said so. This set the groundwork for the Super Nintendo version of it. So Right. And we know if Aaron Hickman says it's true, it's true. It's got to be. Yeah, Aaron's the man. So. He is. <laughs> Big he's ups, Aaron. Man. Uh, he's the man. Oh, I saw what you did there. <laughs> you snailed that one. Thanks. <laughs> All right, listeners, so this next game was actually Rob's pick, and we're going mm-hmm. to put some music in right now and see if you guys can guess that. If you can't guess it, you know, just drop us a line on the Facebook. Um, this might be a pretty uh, easy one to pick. I hope so. You drop us a line on the Facebook or the Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> you know that one. The, the one. The only one. Uh, yeah, shoot us an email or something. and uh, Yeah, just enjoy this music and see if you can guess it. That was good. Good, Rob. It was so good talking to you again. I know we chat on, you know, we text sometimes. We chat on the uh, Facebook Messenger, but it's it's nice to get to talk to you again. It's Absolutely, been a while. man. I, I missed you, buddy. Hey, you too. You too. <laughs> the, the the bromance continues. It, it's got to. In 2015. Isn't that crazy? I was thinking about that. I've, I've been podcasting since 2013. It doesn't feel that way at all. It, I, it feels I, like I, I just started this. You know, I'm still working through kinks. There's still oh, things my gosh, that, me too. that I need to improve on as a 
as a speaker. You know, I, I still stutter a little oh, bit. I'm the worst though. <laughs> lots lots of ands and uhs still. So I'm, I'm trying my best to be more clear when I talk. I'm, I'm getting better. It's actually kind of a good thing. You're it's, you're. Ve- I think you're very well spoken. Well, I'm the one that you. messes up all the time. Well, thank you. Because you know, sometimes I have to present things at work, and I, I've literally noticed myself speaking better at work. So this isn't just all fun and games. It helps you with your career. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Podcasting will change your life, and, and in a way, you know, in a, in a nice way, it really has. <laughs> Absolutely. And we, of course, we met. We talk about this all the time. We get sappy, but we, yeah. We, oh yeah. 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 Like I have. I was just talk, thinking about it today. You know, we've we've made some lifelong friends, and all the jokes aside, you know, Michael Kelso is a very very good friend of ours. Yes, I agree. He's one, he's one of those guys I think that I'll be in contact with for a very long time in my mm-hmm. life. And of course, of course, Rob, you know, you're you're yeah, stuck you're with, right. You're stuck with me, dude. Yeah, <laughs> same here, <laughs> <Cool>. man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listeners, Nick keeps me in line. I mean, a lot of times I'm a little. Uh, uh, kind of inconsistent with my scheduling, and I'm ob- obviously you can tell with the the Retro Junkie Super Show. I'm just thankful that Nick is consistent. Uh, you know, he always kind of whips me into shape, and and every time I, I get on the show, I have a blast. Uh, it's, it's a Nick's a good friend, and I love this show, and it's so good to be back here, in 2015, talking more Sega games. Absolutely, but but we have to be honest, Rob. I did, I canceled. I just don't know how many times I canceled this week. Oh, that's I, true. Yeah, I had a scheduling conflict. I'm on a few other podcasts, and I think every podcast I'm on had rescheduled this past few weeks, <laughs> so, so I couldn't remember. I, I had it all set down, like, I'm doing this podcast this night, this night, and this night, and then they all got messed up, and then I felt bad. I'm like, Rob, I'm so sorry. I can't Oh, do man, it. <laughs> you kidding? Your reschedule is like one to my ten. <laughs> yeah, so don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we're, we're both so laid back, though. It's, absolutely. So, listeners, if you would like to stay uh, connected with us, please, face, and I'm just going to keep saying this, Facebook's probably our, our our most popular means of getting information out. So, please go check us out on Facebook. Mm-hmm. We live there. Yeah, I live there. At <laughs> facebook.com slash Genesis Gems Podcast. Uh, send us an email. We're, we're both very active on the email. It goes right to my phone. So, if anyone ever just wants to drop us a line, you don't, you don't want everyone to see it. Um, anything, recommendations or... You know, maybe I said something that was offensive. I really hope that never happens. But, you know, just anything like that, really, honestly, tell us because we want to make this the best podcast for you guys we can. So uh, send us an email at genesisgemspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, follow us on Twitter at GenGems and uh, check us out on iTunes. And hopefully the next time we're talking about this, I'll be on this thing called Stitcher. Um, <laughs> I might, might have to uh, – it looked pretty easy. So hopefully we'll, we'll get on there and we'll, we'll see what that's all about. I, I've never used an Android device, so I, I, I'll have to borrow a friend's or something to see how it works. Uh, but uh, anyways, just wanted to kind of put that out there. So, uh, so yeah, stick around. We're, we're going to try to get back in the groove of things. I know with the Christmas break and New Year's, it was, it was a little difficult for us to get together. Um, we, we definitely wanted to you know, spend time with our families. You know, games. I'm gonna go on a little tangent here, Rob. Games are very important um, in my life. They're, they're a big part of life. But uh, family is definitely number one for me. That is what we'll let you all know that you know, family is always a, a big thing. So, love your family. Spend time with your family. I, I'm, I'm gonna go on a little PSA here. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's the, you know, we had to definitely have some good time with our family. I, I had a great time with my kids, my mm-hmm. wife. We we had a blast over the break. So, definitely good to be back here. And uh, I don't know, Rob. I just wanted to kind of end with that. I I second that, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. Well, do you have anything else to, to end with? Uh, I, I believe you nailed it, as always. Yeah, I snailed it. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I actually had a few people tell me that um, kind of offline from the podcast. So Is that apparently, right? Apparently, that was a uh, a big hit. <laughs> hey, all right. Yeah. Snailed it. Snailed it. All right, man. <laughs> well, with that, listeners, we will catch you later. Catch you later. Mm. Coffee. <laughs> uh, water. I'm trying to get oh, off the okay. stuff. <laughs> trying to get off the stuff. Yeah. Like crack, huh? Yeah, <laughs> it's like I'm down to one pot a day now. I'm, I'm a diva. Not <laughs>